0: When using all of the app's features, stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com/slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com/slash morning cup. There were two more murders 15 miles we'll away. In the arrived found the telephone and electricity lines. Line. Described uh-huh. by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning cup of murder. There are some good people in the world. Kenneth Van Dever was one of these people. And unfortunately, on September 2nd, 2002, his kindness and willingness to be helpful put him in the path of a robbery turned deadly. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Kenneth Van Dever was a smart, athletic and run-of-the-mill type kid when just after graduation he fell asleep at the wheel and was involved in a major car crash that left him with a massive head injury. These injuries left him with memory and intellect loss but he remained a caring and kind man. So much so that when he heard that there were female employees at a local store who would close late at night and a pregnant woman doing manual labor he stuck around the store to lend a hand. His kind heart put him in the Rusk Texas store on the night of September 2nd when around 10 p.m. Bianca Adams 19 and Richard Cobb 18 came in with the intention of robbing the store. In the store with him was Candace Driver and Nikki Dement. While Cobb yielded a 12 gauge shotgun, Adams ordered the three to the front of the store and for them to hand over all the money in the register. After the money was given with no resistance, Adams went on to demand the keys to the Cadillac that Candace had borrowed to get to work. She, again, complied and handed the keys over. The men then ordered the victims into the car and Adams drove towards Alto, Texas. At some point during the drive, Nikki Dement claimed that she recognized Bianca Adams' voice and asked if she knew him. He removed his mask and Nikki realized she knew him from school. Despite knowing his identity, Adams assured them that they would not be harmed and that he just desperately needed money for his children. He then pulled the car off the road into a pea patch and ordered Candace Driver and Kenneth Vandever to get into the trunk. Once they were secured, Adam led Nikki away from the car and sexually assaulted the girl. Once he finished, he let the other two out of the trunk and explained that they were waiting on a friend to arrive. At some point, he let the victims free but quickly reconsidered, fearing that they would get help before the two men could flee. Instead, he made all three kneel on the ground. He tied the hands of Nikki and Candace behind their backs, but left Kenneth unrestrained so he could free the girls once they fled. Several minutes passed while the men discussed something before there was a sound of a gunshot. Adams, who was now holding the gun, believed that he saw Kenneth trying to free the girls and ordered him to turn back around. Kenneth answered that he needed to go home and take his medicine. That is when the girls heard another shot. Adam yelled, Did we get anybody? And Candace answered no. Another shot rang out and Kenneth Vandever cried out that he had been hit. Then came another shot that hit Nikki Dement. Candace, thinking quickly, fell forward as Nikki did, pretending to be hit as well. She played dead as Adams, still holding the shotgun, came and asked if she was bleeding. Not believing her, he demanded that she answer or he would shoot her in the face. She quickly answered and Adams fired the gun next to her face. Though she was only hit by pellets on her lip, she took the chance and attempted to play dead again, effectively saving her life. Adams and Cobb asked Nikki the same question and she too played dead, though she was shot in her shoulder. The two men, believing that all three of their victims were now dead, left the scene. Nikki and Candace, both believing that the other was dead, got up and ran in separate directions and both found help. Kenneth Van Dever, however, had died from a gunshot wound to the chest. The women were able to identify their kidnappers and piece together the story as well as they could considering their ordeal. That same month of the robbery-turned-murder, Bianca Adams was found guilty of the murder of Kenneth Dever during the course of committing a felony, and he was sentenced to death by lethal injection. Robert Cobb, due to the Texas law, was found equally culpable, even as an accomplice, and not the actual murderer. He was also found guilty and sentenced to death. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived.